Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future Brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Volume. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Colin Coward Podcast on a Friday morning. We always start our Friday morning with my favorite segment, Fake Questions, Real Answers. What is it? There's a lot of questions I want to answer. I just don't want to sit around and wait for you to ask the question. So here we go. Fake Questions, Real Answers. Dear Colin, you keep saying the NBA should shorten the first playoff series to three games to create more upsets. And yet you also say the finals are better with superstar teams contradiction much? There's no contradiction. There's a fear the favorites would get knocked out. They won't. You think the Hawks are better than the Nets in a three-game series? Listen, March Madness is the true test. It's one and done. And yet the tournament every year, it's one, two, three, and four seeds that end up in the final four. The bottom line, the NBA needs urgency. Steph versus LeBron in a play-in game averaged 5.6 million viewers, stars plus urgency. A seven-game first or second round series, zero urgency. I'm an NBA fan, and I struggle to watch. Colin, you've been one of Russell Westbrook's most vocal critics. Do you get a feeling of satisfaction, even perhaps joy, when your criticisms are proven true like the other night against the Celtics? No, because I don't need validation. When I started banging on Westbrook five years ago, I had multiple executives 
texting me saying, keep hitting it. You're nailing it. When I ripped Tebow years ago in Denver, all of the guys I trust in the league were texting me. Hey, man, he's awful. Keep hitting it. I don't need validation from fans. I wish more people agreed with me so I wouldn't have to fend off the Baker Mayfield fanboys. But in the end, it's kind of fun. And nobody, nobody that I trust or respect thinks Baker Mayfield was a number one pick. If he was, John Dorsey would still be the Browns GM. Colin, you seem pretty dissatisfied with the current state of the media. What do you want to see changed? Well, what I want and what's going to happen are two different things. There's so much consolidation allowed in America today among big companies, it's gobbling up the industry. And massive corporations care about one thing and one thing only, the bottom line. So instead of hiring experienced journalists, they rely on bloggers and kids and whoever's cheaper, more profit. They pay them a lot less. So there's a lack of journalistic experience. The news has become less thoughtful, more hyperbolic. The reality is my ratings have never been higher in every platform. Is it because I'm exponentially better? No, it's because the competition is significantly worse. The media needs more grown-ups. Too many kids on the air, radio, TV, blogs, too many people not thoughtful, not able to rely on context and nuance because of years of experience. It's just a young, more mistake-prone media. Colin, if you could change the outcome of one sporting event in history, what would it be? This is actually an easy one. I wish the Utah Jazz would have beaten Michael Jordan in one of those finals in 97 or 98. Why? Because Michael Jordan would be 5-1, and one, not 6-0. and oh. We've become so paralyzed by perfection. Bill Russell won almost double the championships of MJ. He's not appreciated. I mean, Jerry West is 1-for-8 in the finals. He was the damn logo. MJ has unfortunately changed the conversation, where if you're not perfect, you're no good. Perfection for entertainers and athletes is not really realistic. Michael was very lucky because the Bulls were in the Eastern Conference. The Chicago Blackhawks, same city, have been in the Western Conference. Why were the Bulls in the East? Just because of the NBA alignment. Had he been in the West, the truth is, he would have maybe made the finals, met Larry Bird and the Celtics in their prime or the Pistons in their prime, and lost. Jordan was very fortunate that he didn't face the best of the Lakers. I love Michael, best player I've ever seen. But famous businessmen have had companies go bankrupt. Perfection is not realistic. And unfortunately, MJ has changed all the conversations. Colin. Used to be that no-hitters were rare and special. There have already been six this season, good or bad. Actually, it's terrible. We're in a season where nobody can hit a baseball. The league-wide batting average right now, not joking, is 236. It'll be the lowest in the history of baseball. The old low in 1968 was 237. They lowered the mound. No-hitters would be great if we were in the steroid era, because then you would have to be so special to throw a no-hitter. But nobody can hit now. And even great things, a little goes a long way. I love going to concerts, but they're bad for your hearing. I don't need one a month. I like cocktails. One, maybe two. Eight's called alcoholism. 
Bert Baskin is a founder of Baskin and Robbins. He died a week after his 54th birthday. Why? He ate ice cream all the time. No hitters, one a year, two tops. We're at six. We're not close to the all-star game yet. We could end up with 15 no hitters. All right, let's bring in Chad Millman, my buddy, chief content officer of the Action Network. Okay, so I'm reading a story here today that makes me laugh. Whenever you criticize, nobody plays the victim like Tim Tebow's fanboys. Like nobody plays the victim. So Greg McElroy came out today and basically said, he's a good dude. He goes, but I was with the Jets. They tried to move him to tight end. He was not good. It's I find Tebow fascinating is that the religious right thinks we're picking on him. And I always say this. I grew up in Seattle. It's the most godless, agnostic city in America. 10% of Seattle is atheist. You can Google it. It's the least god. It's the most godless city in America. Two most popular athletes ever, Ken Griffey and Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson wears his religion on his sleeve. He's, you know, it's, it's out there. People don't care. Steve Young in San Francisco. San Francisco, again, highly agnostic. Um, who cares? Deion Sanders. Tebow's fanboys think it's a religion thing. I don't care. I, he's crappy at football. He's a bad pro football player. That's all I, what's your take on Tebow? First of all, there is so much to unpack in what you just said. I love the word godless because it, it means something that is so neutral. And yet it is such a loaded weaponized word. If you say someone, you say Seattle is godless, San Francisco is godless to anybody, whether you are a Democrat or Republican, you are a liberal or conservative, you say those phrases and you immediately think heathen, hippies, don't care about <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? And like, that's yeah. just not what it means, but that's how it's been framed for so long that it now takes on an entirely different character. Yeah, that's the term used. That's the term that's actually, yeah. Yeah, it's I look at it as C Seattle's highly agnostic. I'm agnostic. Yes. So I, I didn't go to church as a kid. I'm agnostic. By the way, if you had asked me to describe Colin as a religion, other than the fact to me you are a religion because you're so brilliant, wow. I would say Colin doesn't have strong religious beliefs he could be identified as godless. And that is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm I, I, like, I could be described as godless. I'm Jewish. I don't go to synagogue. Like, that's just what it is. It's culturally something, right? As for Tebow, I think Tebow is such a fascinating lightning rod. And I do think that I want, I just want him to succeed because I find him to be incredibly genuine. I don't care how many chances he gets. I don't care that he's not good at football. I don't care that he wasn't good at baseball. I love that the guy continues to want to try and that there is something magical about him sometimes when he plays and that he can create, conjure something that feels emotionally real for sports fans. Even if it happens once every 1,000 passes and every other and 999 passes that he makes are terrible and wobbling ducks and don't get to the receiver, don't care because one time he'll find magic. And to me, the narrative of him finding that magic is so strong, it's worth it to root for. I don't care if he gets chances. I don't care if he stinks. If he keeps trying, that's good for all of us. It's just fun. By the way, in baseball, a starting pitcher has to go five innings to get a win. 
in five of his six wins during that Denver winning streak, he had 10 or fewer passes. So I don't count them as wins. I think I give them to Matt Prater in the defense. If you cannot complete 15 passes, it does not count in my godless society. I will not count it. <laughs> I will not count it as a, a win for a quarterback. By the way, by the way, in, in, in America, you are more likely to find God in understanding downfield passing stats than in going to church. I'm not sure I agree with that, but it sounds fascinating. I think there is a religion of football that is stronger than oh. anything else. Okay. Okay. That I agree with. Absolutely agree with that. Okay. So here's another one. Playing game got 5.6 million viewers on average, Steph versus LeBron. It, it got up to 6.2 million. And this is my takeaway. Of course, stars and urgency got a number. The idea people are afraid paralyzed by the fact a favorite could lose in a three-game first-round series. And my takeaway is March Madness is one and done, and you still end up with one, two, and three, and four seeds. I think the seven-game first and second-round series are ratings killers. I That play-in game, Chad, 6.1, 6.2 million viewers that's all. That's better than all but like six college football games last year. What do you it, make of the playing games? Are you seeing action? Are you taking action on them? Oh, my God. It was great. Great traffic, great action, great activity. Um, I And as a fan, I loved it. As a fan, it's exactly what you want. I mean, I was looking forward all day to LeBron and Steph. I go to bed usually at 9 or 9.30. I stayed up all night. I stayed up all night because I bet Steph over 36 and a half points and he got his 37th point on a free throw with less than two minutes left. And by the way, there were a lot of people who were staying up just for that because there was massive activity on Steph's props because for the second half of the year, he was so on fire and the number kept going up. So it kept engaging people more and more. I, I think the play-in game is genius. I think that it's, the NBA got lucky in that it got Steph and LeBron. I think the more likely scenario more often is going to be what they got with Wizards and Celtics, what they got with, uh, with, uh, with the Pacers. Um, I mean, the Pacers and the Wizards, I can't remember who played who at this point, but it's going to be more likely to be sort of teams that, uh, that, that don't have games that are as good as what you're getting with LeBron and Steph. Hey, golf fans, this weekend, FanDuel is hooking new users up with an instant bonus up to 500 bucks when you make your first fantasy deposit. So just sign up to unlock your deposit bonus. Then use that bonus to play in this weekend's $500,000 PGA Eagle contest, where the first place winner takes home 100,000 bucks in cash. All right, fantasy golf on FanDuel really easy to play. You pick six golfers for your lineup. One lineup needed for an entire weekend of action. Easy scoring. You get points for birdies, eagles, etc. Fast payouts. Get paid in as little as 24 hours. But most of all, I love the variety of contests you can enter. Okay, there's the big major contests. There's the daily snake draft contest for daily action, final round contest, a lot of them. The field's loaded for this weekend's major championship, which makes for some exciting fantasy golf. So get in on the action, download the FanDuel Fantasy app today, 
Sign up to unlock your instant deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Age and location restrictions apply. So you're a sports fan, right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app, free, recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can, one, see the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts, two, compare odds from different sports books, and three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. So here's an interesting one. The Clippers and the Jazz, according to FanDuel, are all plus 600, third best odds to win the title. And I was saying this today, that the Suns 
are a big dog to the Lakers. The Knicks are a slight dog to Atlanta. And the Jazz are like third or fourth best odds. And I think for a lot of fans, young fans, they don't understand. The the NBA is the only pro sport in America where there are two seasons. Um, you have the regular season and the postseason. And we're in the NFL. We know the regular season matters. You are looking at the reality of the league. We know in baseball, you can watch a staff. If you're, if you're a good team that goes in with a healthy staff, you're going to have some success in the postseason. But in the NBA, I think this morning I looked at the best odds to win the title. It was the fourth seed, the sixth seed, and the tenth seed. <laughs> and I try to explain to people depth, for instance. Utah's got depth. It doesn't really matter in the playoffs because you have a seven-man rotation. Um, the other thing is young teams do better in the regular season often because they play harder. Veteran teams, guys are older, they get nicked up. If you bang your knees, you know, Steve Kerr used to say, I'll never wear a second knee brace. One is telling guys you're old. Two is telling opponents you can't play. You know, old guys bang a knee. Young guy, you're back two days later. Old guy, you're on the IR. And so I look at the Suns and I think to myself, they're going to lose first round. I look at the Knicks and I'm like, that's a seven game series with Atlanta. I look at the Jazz and I want to ask you, number one seed, where do you, what do you see from the Jazz? Well coached, really deep, rim protector, all star guard, Donovan Mitchell, same system. They play well together. They shoot a lot of threes. How are they not? In the top two to three, in a lot of odds, they're a fourth best odd team to win the finals. Yeah, it's uh, they, that's exactly where they are, by the way, at seven to one. Nets, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, um, Suns all the way down at 18 to one behind those four plus the Sixers and the Bucks. The Jazz are one of those teams gets zero attention. If you said to me right now, if, if, if I asked a poll of experts, which I did, when we did our favorites podcast from the Volume Network earlier this week, we did an NBA episode and we talked from to our experts about who do you take in the NBA Finals? Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, Bucks, Sixers, Lakers. No one was like, "I'm taking the Utah Jazz." Not a single person. There might not be a more disrespected number one seed in the history of the NBA playoffs. And I will tell you, you mentioned the Lakers being favorites over the Suns. Right now, the, the Lakers are minus 180 favorites to beat the Suns in their opening Now tell people, series. if you're not a big, hardcore better, explain exactly what that number means, Chad. So essentially it means you have to bet more in order to win. If you want to win $100, you have to bet $180. So it just costs you more because they're such big favorites. The payoff is going to be less. Whereas if you bet on the Suns, then the payoff is going to be more if you bet $100, you're going to make more money. If you bet on underdogs, you make more money. You bet on favorites, you make less money when you're betting sort of just outright winners. That is the first time in 30 years that a seven seed is a favorite over a two seed. So <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know about how these two teams, the number one and two seeds in the West, are being perceived. Okay, here's my action network. Bet of the night. Grizzlies plus four against the Warriors. I'm taking the Grizzlies. I think the Lakers took too much out of the Warriors. What do you think? Is that a cruddy bet? 
I don't. I, did the Lakers pull too much out of the Warriors? Grizzlies that, plus four. That Warriors team looked so good, and without anybody on there, they, they looked good with Juan Toscano, Anderson, Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. They are an incredibly tight defensive unit. I worry the most that they are led by veteran players. The Grizzlies are so young. One of the four youngest teams in the NBA. One of the four teams that had 60% of their, their uh, playing time from players that were 23 or younger. Um, and they're incredibly well coached. They are not a high scoring team. They play a lot of two point basketball. And I don't know if they have the offensive firepower and the veteran leadership to keep up with the Warriors. I would take the Warriors in that game. All right, I'm going to switch my bet of the night to the Warriors <laughs> minus four against the Grizzlies for the Action Network bet of the day. <laughs> well, you're a professional. Well played. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that's how that's how we that's, roll here. By the way, that's how it should go. You you have an you have an opinion. You listen to other people. You're a smart guy. You're like, huh? That guy might know what he's saying. I'm going with that. Hey, listen, today I was talking to Chris Broussard and he made a point and I said, listen, man, if you look at the Warriors, Steph's a free agent next summer. He's got to go. And then he made Chris Broussard totally changed my mind in the air. He said, listen, he said, if Clay comes back and gives you 22, it's still the best backcourt in the league, Steph and Clay. Wiggins is terrific as a three. He's not a one or a two. We 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 had a perception of what he is but he's a terrific three it's just like a baseball pitcher if you're not an ace or a two you can be a really solid three and then he said Draymond's still a top defender he goes you know that's a playoff team that that is a top four seed and I thought yeah if Clay can play it's been two years Wiggins is a pretty good three I mean Wiggins was good against the Lakers in the play-in game so I'm always well I I'm not one of these stubborn guys like I'll give you an example I'm always fascinated by this Smart people who are stubborn. Mike Krzyzewski hated the one and done. Then he came to realize, oh, hell, it's beating me. He moved. Nick Saban hated high-tempo offense. Then he realized, well, I can't stop it. They won't be able to stop mine. Greg Popovich, meanwhile, refuses to shoot threes. Spurs are last in the league in attempts. He gave Kawhi away for DeMar DeRozan, an athlete who can't shoot threes. Second straight year, they didn't make the playoffs. I'm fascinated. How does a smart guy like Popovich get so entrenched in his opinion, he will not embrace the three? It's stupidity, right? It It, it is stupidity, but I'm always like, it's hard to say that Greg Popovich, who is one of the most profound thinkers in the NBA, right. from, a, from a human perspective, <clears throat> and from a coaching perspective, uh, is going to you can't say it's stupidity. It that is just stubbornness without the ability to be flexible. But then again, he plays an entirely different kind of basketball, and in the end, he might just think I'm rebuilding right now, and I am getting players that can I can mold into my system. And in three years, after we've had two years of getting them work. 
I might be able to run these other teams ragged because they're playing a more fluid form of basketball that can't be stopped in the same way that it couldn't be stopped for close to 15, 16 years when they had Ginobili and Parker and Tim Duncan and Patty Mills, and they were able to bring in Kawhi. So I just think he's thinking, I don't need the quick fix. I want to rebuild in the, in the system that I have been establishing for so many years in a farm system that I know I can develop players. So there's going to be a team that is fluid and really strong for the next 10 years, not just the next two or three. Boy, I stubborn doesn't win very much. It's a bad personality trait. Bobby Maybe Knight, not stubborn. stubborn. But the, 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 here could be the flip side. Here could be the flip side. Well, I want everything, flip side. Everything in coaching and everything in sports is always about, I need to find the quickest path to victory. And Popovich might not be thinking that way. He might be thinking, I've got incredible job security. I've got an incredible coaching staff. I've got an incredible organization here. We all know what kind of basketball we want to play. And I am setting this team up to be successful playing that kind of basketball for 10 years after I'm gone. And it might be, it might not be in his best interest to win for the next couple of years. Obviously he's trying to, but if he feels I'm going to be better for 10 years, if we're a little bit worse for two years, I don't see that as being stubborn. I think that is being uh, long-term thinking. Boy, that is really a positive spin on that. I'm very optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I just... I don't see it. You know, Belichick, um, for years, I had two sources who had worked for New England tell me that Belichick in January called off the scouts, said, I got the draft from here. And it led to five, six years of bad drafting. Belichick finally acknowledged this offseason. He's going to embrace more scouting um, and listen to his scouts more. He admitted to Nikhil Harry, his scouts were like, don't draft him. He leaned on him. And so I, I thought Belichick was really stubborn. And what happens is, you know, Popovich has a 50 million net worth. Belichick beats Atlanta. He, he's getting book deals. And these guys kind of think my system trumps players. And I think Belichick acknowledged this offseason. Yeah, not really. I've whiffed on too many draft picks. So I, I don't know. I, I just look at these Coach K's and these Sabins and these Belichick's. I just think, I think the world changes so much more swiftly than it did years ago. Look at our business. Look at gambling. It's insane. Look at tech. You know, it used to be, Chad, everything took a while to change. I mean, one of the reasons I don't like to sign long contracts with companies, you sign a four-year deal, year two, a new platform emerges, the company makes money on it, and you don't. Like TikTok can all of a sudden be a lucrative platform. Oh, I'm tied into a contract. I don't have my rights to TikTok. Like, it's insane how fast the world changes. I mean, look at... Give me an example in your space, the gambling space, where it's like in the last five years, there's been a, a swift change. Colin, we sold our company for $240 million in three years. I, 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 like the, the contract that I turned down at ESPN was for three years. And I turned it down because I'm like, who can plan for three years? Everything is changing in such rapid fire ways. If I had signed that contract, I'd be ending it right now. Do you know what I mean? Instead, I got into the gambling space because that's where I think, that's where I thought things were going to go. And now we're selling a company. Clay Travis just sold his company. Barstool sold their company. Like it's a, a rapidly changing environment. I never, my, my least favorite question 
in interviews was always, where do you think you'll be in five years? It's impossible. Think about where we were a year ago, Colin, a year ago. There's too many factors in the world to let you really truly think, I know enough about what's gonna be happening in the future to understand what my place in the world should be in five years. There's no way, impossible. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The media's predictions for the economy during the pandemic were apocalyptic. Not only is the Dow, you know, 33, 34,000, but the restaurant industry, which appeared to be at ground zero of the nightmare, has exploded. In the restaurant industry, 60% of restaurants historically fail first year. The pandemic only closed 14%, and those that survived now often have rebuilds thanks to the thanks to the PPP money, outdoor and indoor seating. I'm in the restaurant space now because of my herd burger chain. Mm-hmm. We are 
going to smash every record. In six months, we went from the industry is dead, the culinary industry is dead, to not only winners, but in many spaces, it's flourishing like never before. You just can't make bold predictions. You don't know what's happening around the corner. There's no way to know. It's it's impossible to know. Uh, and yet there are people who try very hard to convince you. They know everything that is going to happen over the next five years, over the next 10 years, and they have outlooks that you need to buy into. And if you don't, then you're silly. And that's why you're. I agree with you. There is no path to signing long-term contracts. It is a, a dangerous practice, uh, I think, for anybody in, in your position, for sure. By the way, do you own any of these Bitcoin, Dogcoin, any of this stuff? I do. I do. I used to have quite, quite a bit more of it in value earlier this oh. week. Now oh, it's wow. gone. Um, but I did. I bought, uh, I bought um, Bitcoin. I'll tell you, this is what happened. I don't know anything about it, right? I'm not going to claim to be an expert. But in sports betting for a long time, if you wanted to be uh, betting with offshore sites uh, many, many years ago before uh, sites were legal, a lot of times you were using Bitcoin and then you were getting paid out in Bitcoin. So yeah. before, before action started, all that kind of stuff, I had an offshore site that I was betting at. And when I cashed it out because of action, I got uh, paid out in Bitcoin. I never converted it to anything. I just left it in a Bitcoin account that I had. It was $1,200 uh, that I had in the account. And then at some point it was $8,000 and then it was $10,000. And so then I bought a little more of it and it went up considerably. And then I bought Ethereum and that went up and now everything's tanked and whatever, that's what happens. It's the stock market, it's a digital currency. There's no difference between the two in terms of the the ebbs and flows. And so, you know, I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm going to, I didn't sell every equity asset that I have uh, when the stock market has been tanking the past few weeks. And I'm not going to sell the Bitcoin because it tanked the past few weeks. You're just sort of holding it. Ethereum. That sounds like a back medication. What's Ethereum? Ethereum is another kind of digital cryptocurrency. And if, if, if Bitcoin is trading for, you know, at many points this year, between 50 and $60,000 per Bitcoin, now it's trading, I think, in the low 40s. Ethereum, it's trading at 41. Ethereum was trading well below 2000 for many, many months. And then in the past, say, six weeks, it popped and went to about 4000 And then mm. during this crash, it's now at 2800 that's just too pricey for me. I'm a common man reading sports scores. This stuff is way over my skis. It's yeah. scary. That when, by the way, when I think godless, I think Colin Cowherd. <laughs> when I think common, I don't think Colin Cowherd. <laughs> also, you don't okay. buy you don't buy the whole coin. You just put whatever you want in and it goes up or down sort of in a percentage. I don't like it, but I'm we not going to tell anybody not to buy it. I just, it's scary to me. Listen, you I'm going to keep buying my duplexes in, uh, you know, Gary, Indiana and uh, make my little monthly rentals. I'm very good. I'm fine with that. By the way, did you really buy a duplex in Gary, Indiana? <laughs> it sounded good right there. Not really. It, well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because a buddy of mine who grew up in a town called Munster, Indiana, which isn't too far from Gary, Indiana, 
he had a little bit of a midlife crisis and decided, you know, he's a doctor and he needed to invest in something. And instead of buying like a fancy car, he decided he was going to invest in communities. And right before the pandemic, he bought a food truck outside of a factory in Gary, Indiana. And like a week later, <laughs> the food truck, the factory had to shut down because people couldn't go in. And so he's got this food truck outside this factory and, and he, he eventually had to, had to close it down. That's a sad way to end our little podcast today. I know it didn't sound as good as, as in my head, I thought we would find it charming (laughs) and funny and it didn't come out. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I would say, I so believe in what I was saying about the San Antonio Spurs that next year, I, I would bet you, I would be more comfortable betting the San Antonio Spurs to win that division uh, against the, um, it's the Southwest division, the Mavericks with Luca, the Grizz, who I think are an excellent young team, the Spurs, the Pelicans, and the Rockets. I love the Spurs. You give me one more year of those players who are interchangeable in a lot of ways under Popovich system, I would take that bet. All right. That's how you see it. I got to go, buddy. Chief Content Officer Action Network, Chad Millman, on a Friday. See you, buddy. All right. That's Chad Millman. Don't forget this weekend, I will offer you the prime cuts. It's the best of all the podcasts throughout the course of the week. At The Volume Sports, Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Have a great weekend. up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.